Aloha and good morning. Aloha. Uh, we were traveling yesterday, so I'm glad to be back to share with you the beautiful Catechism of the Catholic Church. Uh, I've been reading Divine uh, Comedy by Dante Alighieri, you know, Dante's Divine Comedy. I'm just about done with the portion on the purgatory. We've gone through hell, uh, and now the mountain of purgatory is being climbed. Hell was a descent, a descent into isolation and, and loneliness. And um, once that descent was made, suddenly when Dante comes out the other side, he's, on, he's in the southern hemisphere, and it's as if the whole world is turned upside down, and now he has a mountain to climb. He has Mount Purgatory to climb, and then, of course, the, the ascent into paradise. Uh, but it's been interesting because the last month and a half I've been living in this world of judgment, you know, of the, of divine, the divine comedy of the inferno. Uh, and there really is a judgment. And it, it, it strikes me that uh, there'll come a time when a people in hell, when the final judgment comes, there's going to be that isolation there from God. That's really what hell is. Uh, um, I think of it as an internal downward spiral, <clears throat> more and more about self uh, and less and less about others. That's why it's a lonely place, right? Um, and, uh, and, and eternal darkness. And while we go on with eternity with God and, and great and new things happening, good things happening, doing wonderful things with the Lord, who knows in which way God will have us serve in, the, in, the, in heaven. Uh, there, it's just always the past, living in the past, living in uh, living in in their sin, living in their regret, and there will be a judge. There will be a judgment. It'll be a just judge. It won't be a social justice warrior that steps up and says uh, that condemns someone or cancels someone. In, in the paragraph six seventy eight of the Profession of Faith, hey Tony, aloha. Don't forget, we have a man cave meetup today at uh, let's see, it's eight p.m. Eastern time. Following in the steps of the prophets and John the Baptist, Jesus announced the judgment of the last day in his preaching. So Jesus actually, hi Michael. Jesus actually spoke as much about hell, you could say, as he did about heaven. He warned and warned again that wide is the gate that leads to destruction. It's easy to go to hell. You have to decide, you have to, decide to go to heaven. But either way, it's 100% under your control. It's like uh, I went to the doctor recently and he said, you need to lose some weight. And I realized that's 100% under my control, whether I do or not. Uh, so, is the, so is choosing the life of virtue, of, uh, of faith, hope, and love, of justice, self-mastery, prudence, and fortitude, living that life of, of heroic virtue of the saints. Then we'll be culpable. Okay, so then will the conduct of each one and the secrets of hearts be brought to light. Not just the conduct, but the secrets of the hearts. We see people often doing good things, but they have other motives behind them. We often see people, we may see, see someone do something that doesn't seem right. Um, and yet maybe there's a, maybe we don't really understand the reason behind it. So God sees the hearts. And that's why we can't judge others. We don't know what their heart is. We don't know what their heart situation is. Hey Jane, aloha. Then will the culpable unbelief that counted the offer of God's grace as nothing be condemned. So, um, you know, it's in Dante's uh, book, for example, Virgil, the great author, uh, at one point in Purgatory, 
a man uh, approaches Dante and his guide Virgil and he says, I, I'm here because of this great writer Virgil uh, helped me to see, uh, to see the light that, uh, of Christianity. And yet Virgil in this book is condemned because he didn't accept the light that he himself had. He, he, he knew enough to make a decision for, for God and, then, and yet he, uh, he, didn't, uh, he didn't respond to it. He said, it's as if someone walking down the road carrying a lantern, uh, but holding it behind him so the people behind him could see the light, but he in front of him, he didn't put the light in front of him so he could see too. And I think of all these televangelists who so often they, people may come to Christ because of them, and yet they themselves uh, may well be bound for hell because, they, because of avarice and greed and, and, and uh, desire for power and glory and using and peddling the gospel, selling the gospel, as opposed to uh, living the gospel. So we don't know. It's God that searches out the secret thoughts and intentions of the heart. I know there was someone here I knew once in, in Hawaii where at the contests they auction off a surfboard and he would, he would buy so many tickets that he's the only one that would likely win them. Then in front of everybody he would get that surfboard and give it to some child. Um, which sounds, maybe that was good. Oh, he won it and gave it to this kid, but it was really all done for his own uh, glory. The people would, you could tell in his heart that it was because he wanted to get attention and he burned all those people that those people that bought $1 tickets themselves who wanted to win that board, you know? So it looked good, but it really, in, in, in reality, it was, all, uh, it was all a manipulation. So we have to be careful in our, own, in our own hearts why we do things. It's the why of it so often, right? Our attitude about our neighbor will disclose acceptance or refusal of grace and divine love. So it's in the context of others that we live out the life of, uh, of, of virtue, right? Or sin. It's about other people. Isn't that interesting? So much of our sin is about other others. On the last day, Jesus will say, Truly, I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of my brothers, you did it to me. I was in, uh, I mean, we have an overwhelming problem of homelessness in the world today. And um, sometimes we see people that have made really bad decisions and they've blown their minds out with drugs and they're helpless and clueless. And it's, it's just been overwhelming. It's, just, it's destructive for us and, and for them. And they're not being taken care of the way society should. Some of them don't, certainly don't belong on the streets. But I remember going to, hey, Dennis, aloha. We were thinking about you the other day, Cindy and I. But we, I was at Franciscan University, and we were walking through this garden. We were filming Long Ride Home, and there was this uh, statue of this beggar, uh, beautiful statue with his eyes lowered, and uh, sitting in the grass. Big, beautiful statue, a, 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 you know, a human-sized statue. And as you approach that statue, I was just curious about it, and I got closer and closer, and I leaned down to look under to see because the person was wearing a, a hood to see, and I could see uh, his hands then uh, uh, extended for a handout, and his hands were pierced because it was the hands of Christ. So people, for example, that we find homeless, they're not all the same. Some are, some are there because of their own foolishness, but some are there for no fault of their own. We have, so we need to think of each one of them as an individual person and for some, um, you know, we, we carry little gift cards that we can give them to get food. 
for some of them, but others we wouldn't because we know them. We know that they're destructive, they're mean-spirited, and they're there because of their own uh, selfishness, perhaps, probably. Hi, Christy. Aloha. Thanks for joining us. So we're talking about the most fun thing we could talk about today, that Jesus is coming to judge the living and the dead. And I'm going to reread this paragraph, 678 in the Catechism. Following in the steps of the prophets and John the Baptist, Jesus announced the judgment of the last day in his preaching. Now this last and final judgment is different than the judgment that comes when we first die. That says, you know, when you die, there's, there's a death, judgment, heaven, or hell. And of course, purgatory is a part of hell. It's kind of like a, uh, it's a rehab. I'm going to physical therapy now for a muscle injury. It's rehab for our soul. So purgatory is actually part of hell, but it's death, judgment, heaven, or hell. But the final judgment is when <coughs> everything is revealed and we see the results of our sins. A sin uh, today can have generational impact. We might impact a situation or a person in a way uh, and that sin is like a stone being thrown in the water that ripples and affects many, many more people. Just, just the abortion of one child, think about the effect of that. Um, in, in, uh, when Cain killed Abel, the Bible says Abel's bloods cried out to him, as if to say not only Cain's blood, but the blood of his descendants cried out to God. So, so much sin um, at that final judgment, people will see the result of what the true impact of their sin. Sin is not private. Nothing about sin is private. It all affects uh, humanity. The, sin, the hidden sin of pornography, for example, not only is it a sin against the person who you're objectifying, who may be very well in some sort of sex slavery, but also it, 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 uh, it, um, it damages and twists the heart so the person who's trapped in pornography can't really love, love properly anymore. So, and that has ramifications. So, hey David, good to see you brother. So, um, that hidden sin will be revealed at the last judgment and then you'll really, people really see the consequences of that sin. Then will, then will the culpable unbelief, that what culpable unbelief means is you knew better and you chose to ignore uh, living the life that God's called you to, that life of heroic virtue. You knew better uh, and so you're, you're culpable. <clears throat> our attitude about our neighbor, neighbor will disclose acceptance or refusal of grace and divine love. On the last day, Jesus will say, truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it to me. I'm sorry, I saw that uh, someone just posted something, said something, but I didn't quite catch it. Sorry. Christ is the Lord of eternal life full right to pass definitive judgment on the works and hearts of men belongs to him as the redeemer of the world. He acquired this right at the cross. The father has given all judgment to the son, yet the son did not come to judge, but to save and give the life he has in himself. It reminds me of, I believe it was C.S. Lewis, this ultimately there's two types of people in the world. There's the type of person who says to God, thy will be done. And God says, welcome into my kingdom. And then there's the type of person to whom God says, thy will be done. That person who chose their will over God. Going to hell is 100% under that person's control. They chose it. They choose to reject God and his will. 
By rejecting grace in this life, one already judges oneself. Do you see? Jesus wished that all would be saved. Uh, yet the Son did not come to judge, but to save and to give life as He, uh, as He, uh, you know, Himself. Yet we, but yet mankind judges themselves by the very by hearing the words and rejecting them. By rejecting grace in this life, one can already judge. One already judges oneself, receives according to one's works, and can even condemn oneself for all eternity by rejecting the spirit of love. So, it's, so people say, well, God is all-powerful. Actually, one thing you can do, you can deny God, God uh, a loving relationship, right? And that sets you up power. You can reject God. <clears throat> I'll let you guys uh, think about that for a moment. I took a sip of coffee. So those men of you who are part of the, the, the school of manliness and <laughs> the man cave, our new school of manliness and our new man cave, we have a Zoom meetup today at 8 p.m. So we're starting year one, month one of the three-year school of manliness. So if you're not a member, uh, go to deepadventure.com and you can uh, find out how to join. And the mama bears, we brought up our mama bear uh, non-Facebook community as of last week. And we're working on it every day, so we're still still have a lot to go but if you want to become part of the the mama bears mug club go to um deepadventure.com and check out mama bears and we're creating an on facebook community we had a had begun to do a, a facebook community for the mama bears but uh, it was it was canceled by facebook so we're uh, we have ministry on facebook but we have as far as the the, the mama bears and the man caves we have a not beautiful beautiful non-facebook community We've put over 600 hours into building the School of Manliness and the one-year journey for the women and the mama bears. So go to deepadventure.com and find out more about that. Okay, uh, I guess I'll say uh, sign off until tomorrow. And uh, I want to welcome Christy Vitro, a friend of my wife's who's coming to visit us tomorrow. So hopefully, I, and then we have another Christy here too. Hi, Christy. Aloha, welcome to uh, Catechism in a Year. Maka'i Noah. Okamakua kekeki ameke hemalele, name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Aloha.